You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Because because if we recorded on Mondays, everything would be a lot darker. Monday mornings are just hard, but yeah, yeah Monday mornings are... And darker. Yeah, darker. Uh... We are recording with less than 72 hours left before I have to submit our voice foundation abstract. And we're recording anyway for you people. You listeners, you devout vocal fry fans. Should be noted that it's because, like, we, it's not that this is being recorded on Friday. This is a special edition, recorded on a Monday. Because my daughter was sick all day Friday. Yeah. And I spent Friday lying with her on the couch or... That's cute. Making sure she was okay. That's what happens when you have a six-year-old Cuter who... Cuter if she wasn't sick, but ...has you know. a stomach episode at the beginning of a school day. <laughs> and your wife <laughs> is had a big teaching day as well and was about to go into a weekend of opera tech rehearsals. So I'd first like to say congratulations to the two of you. Uh, Good run this weekend. I felt much better about it in general by Sunday. I did too. I felt much better about Goose Girl on Sunday. Yeah. On Saturday, it was just, I don't know. Things didn't quite gel. But on Sunday, it, it was starting, like, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like... This could be enjoyable. Not even so much for me, but as like if I was a person in the audience, I would enjoy watching this. Indeed. Indeed. I, uh, yeah, it, I was very pleased. I think the water effect looks great if we do go with the bucket of water. The pie is just so much more fun. But the pie is much more fun. I know. It was amazing. I uh <laughs> i just i love the real fear in your face though as the pie was coming i don't know i mean <laughs> that was not acting of, friends no it was not it just <laughs> just sank in like oh leah leah is playing the the what, waiting the, the waiting woman. woman the villain the waiting the villain. woman she's playing the villain she waits on me and uh I don't <laughs> in, in the goose girl and she either has a bucket of water dumped on her head or uh pie in the face pie in the face technically she could also have spiders poured down her shirt but never, let's be real that's yeah, never gonna no happen yeah. um like, except on doctor who last night in that arachnids was, in the uk we'll i don't talk know about that that later. andrew like he's been playing at the pie so much i feel like he's gonna do something else one night just to throw me off yes the and make me have water. to think on my feet of like how to react you know because like i haven't practiced a but wonderful thing water. to have to do so we're doing the Goose Girl by Positieri. Yes, those of you wondering, we have the rights. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Is anybody wondering that? Nobody knows. Well, but I mean, people. Yeah, yeah, sure, they do. They know it's a contemporary work. They know Positieri, and they know that that we would have to get the rights, and we do have secured the performance rights and and the orchestra parts. Um, <laughs> so we'll have that little on. It's a little, it's a little chamber ensemble. It's nice. So anyway, both of these two have been in in tech rehearsals all weekend, and, and we, we have a dress a rehearsal. House. The gingerbread house this has been. They also were busy. decorating the gingerbread house. It's so cute. I wanna, I wanna use it for everything. Phenomenal. When I graduate, I'm gonna um just move into <laughs> that in your gingerbread backyard. house. Yeah. 
you, you might have to you might have to fight Tony. You might have to fight Tony for a bit. I'm gonna kick you out. I say that now. <laughs> I mean, I'd kick you out, but I mean, but into the into the gingerbread house in the backyard. Yes. Yeah. I well, mean, that makes it fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'll at least keep the rain out. Sort, sort of. of. That thing would leak like crazy. Yeah. Let's, let's I mean, no it. offense. That thing, would leak, it, that, that thing would leak like crazy. <laughs> it has no roof on it. It's a, it's a piece of thin particle board. It also has no board. running water. Well. Or a real floor. Well, One problem will fix the other, am I right? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, just a, just an update um, from, from my wife. I'm going to speak in code for a second to the podcast audience. <laughs> We're changing staging and a lyric uh, in your show about your character. Uh, she's already changed it with the actor about about that character's stuff. So we've changed it. This is nice and vague. So don't be don't be surprised tomorrow night when the things are different. Okay, they're, I mean, they're different. Get to wonder like, the whole show. I think she was uncomfortable with it the whole time, and 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 okay. she had even I, she I mean had, I know exactly what you're talking. She had about. actually even spoken to me about that prior to uh, us announcing casting. Uh huh. Um and. We were sort of like, well, let's just let it play out. And she told him last night to change it. So okay. that's being changed. Anyway, sometimes we have to do things, folks. It happens. Sometimes things happen in sometimes, live theater, folks. Sometimes things are, are written many years ago and things are no longer yeah. acceptable. And so we change things. Funny. Well, you know, actually, well, I mean, I think that speaks to a bigger problem in opera. I yeah. mean, you know, look at the, the ridicule. And I really mean deserved ridicule. For Anna and a Trebko playing Aida this year at the Met. Hmm. I hmm. mean, an Egyptian character, yeah. or Ethiopian character, excuse me, Being other played way by, by an Italian woman. Yeah. I mean, or a Russian woman, oh, yeah, excuse I was, me. I was like, wait. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. sorry. I was totally like, said the wrong, yeah. I've been really sorry. wrong for Italian opera, <laughs> sorry, goodness gracious. <laughs> um, but, but no, I mean, and they've received, I think, very due ridicule, because they also like, Badly, badly attempted to spray tan oh, her. No. no. And that made it way that is worse. Because she's a naturally olive skinned woman. Yeah. She doesn't need a spray uh, tan. She's pretty pale. <laughs> she has well, olive on her skin. She has the potential. She didn't live in Russia. She's right. not. <laughs> she could be olive skinned. Yeah, she's not. They don't see white. the sun for like <laughs> 11 months of the well, year. I mean, I, I mean, I told you guys about how. like, where, oh, so, so where was that performed? Did you say? At the Met. Oh, okay. Well, then that's definitely because I I mean, I just know that that's not like apparently that's not as like big, big. of a thing in other countries because I mean, I told you guys sure. that when I went to go see Magic Flute in Vienna. Oh, of course. I mean, they had menaceous. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Blackface. That's And yes. I mean, like Sarah Brantley and that I That doesn't make it right. No, no. but that when just, we were standing next to yes. each other and like audibly gasp when he come out when he came out like I can't believe that this Sorry, is happening. Sorry, and, and, and I remind me, was it an actual person of color or was it someone in Ooh, blackface? It was someone in blackface. Oh, gee whiz. And, uh, yeah, and so that, I mean, we were just like in shock. And, uh, but nobody else in the audience seemed surprised. To well, no, that would have been the absolute tradition of that role. I mean, and since like I Mozart's get it's the tradition, but if day. we're going to do everything by tradition, yeah. then like why is why are there women on stage? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and and this is a very deep issue, but I I do think that the the most I think and this is something we've heard more and more about recently in opera, which mm. seems to be like the last thing holding on. Shocking. Although I mean, you know, it I think it's an interesting conversation because theater people you know who 
and I consider myself a theater person, sort of profess themselves to be very woke <laughs> and very, and very, uh, That's what I wake up every morning and say, and very, so well, woke. okay, maybe not if not woke, but very inclusive. Is that a fair statement? Yes, sure. Okay. I think that's why so many people get Both inclusive and progressive, I think. I think Mm -hmm. would be two things that they would, most theater people would claim of themselves. I think just in the arts in general. Sure. And yet, when it comes to colorblind casting, it is still a big, big thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, even even from a perspective of ageism sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I remember what it was a big deal when that young man um, from Baldwin Wallace Conservatory got cast while he was still in school at 21 as Jean Valjean mm. on Broadway. He ended up dying uh, what while he was Jean Valjean. This is just a few years back. This is like totally four, missed this. this is like a few years f- back, we were in undergrad. Four years ago. <laughs> and, um, I was an undergrad and... Um, Oh gosh, four years in ago. In a deep hole. I don't believe it was a self harm thing. I think it was something. I think it was m- way more tragic. I think it was tragic something or other. Brain aneurysm or something. I don't remember mm. those details. It I have weirdly lived my entire life in fear of an aneurysm. Okay. You know, like some people, like you have those kind of almost irrational, fe- uh, f- irrational fears, like quicksand. <laughs> like when you're a kid, you think quicksand's going to be a really big deal, and then it's not. Brain aneurysm. I've spent my whole life like child and up like mildly afraid that i was gonna have a brain aneurysm just at some point and just die hadn't happened yet i have an irrational fear of nursing homes they're they're gross and sad and they're really sad and they're i i think it's because i spent a bunch of time in nursing homes when my as a young child when my grandfathers were dying that would do it and uh yeah so you will not be accompanying snats if we go to a nursing home no, I, I, I will say it is very cute, though, when um, the Taylor School here at Mississippi College, our community arts program, mm-hmm. takes our young pianists out to nursing homes to play their holiday concerts. That is cute. And it really, it really matters to yeah. those, those, those people who live we there. We will not be quite as cute. Uh, but <laughs> no, but this is, I mean, this is, I think it's a really important opportunity for those kids actually. And, and just the families and also an important outreach for our department. It really is. Uh, I, don't I, 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 don't I do more. I'm very, I'm very pro that event. I, I think it's absolutely a wonderful thing that the Taylor school, Dr. Michael rushing does through, through that, that program. So I want to give them a shout out. So if you are in Clinton, Mississippi or the Metro Jackson Metro, and you'd really like to have private music lessons and you're not a Mississippi college student, but you're looking for piano lessons or maybe some voice lessons you're looking or some for guitar some voice lessons, lessons, you should come to me, uh, Sarah. Fact, Sarah and Lee are very willing to teach you voice really lessons. Really easy to find. Um, you just email Vocal Fry and, or t- message us or something, and I'm and there. And I have changed our email address, our official email address. Oh, is, well, tell is, it. Uh, is, uh, yeah, mm, tell it. Mm, he doesn't even know his own email address. see. What is it? The foolishness. It Ooh, you can even direct message us on Instagram. It is vocalfryperna, one word, at gmail.com. Interesting. That is our email address. All right. Well, if you would like voice lessons from The only people who have ever email address are people trying to get us to hire them to market the podcast. (laughs) Wait, people think we want them to market us? Yeah, because as soon as we hit like a certain threshold of downloads, those emails started coming in on a... How flattering. Maybe a monthly basis I get one. 
That's lovely. They People just wanna, want to They want us, us to pay them money. Yeah. I know, but to, I don't care. That's still nice that they think we're even worth that. It's nice that we that have they any think money. that we have any money. <laughs> that too. Which Jokes on them. Don't. <laughs> Jokes on them. Ha ha. I, I wow. do think a Patreon, though, if, 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 if that's something in the future that we do develop, I think a Patreon where like once a month, like we watch something weird pop culture and live like tweet it or something and then then once a month like we actually or like make make commentary while we're watching it like we watch like this is like we watch uh lost and we actually talk about it while we're watching it um like, wait a minute okay lee is not okay <laughs> with that <laughs> we can talk about it after okay we will miss things uh, i get very like when i made i made melissa wa- start watching lost when we lived together and i would get so because she would want to talk angry at her well not just that she or would be like, on her phone she would be on her phone oh boy and i would melissa if you don't oh, and boy. then oh but then she'd be like wait what happened Absolutely not. Um, but I then, absolutely. Like, I think it I would be great remind. if the uh, if like we if, if so like if we released like two of those a month, but then also twice a month on the Patreon, we released moments like the beginning of last week's podcast, where you guys go on tears Just about rant? research <laughs> articles. Can I rant about anything? Because I can't promise to always have a rant about a research article, but I can promise to always have a rant. Maybe <laughs> that can be like a d- higher level of Patreon. Like, like, so like, like our intro level of Patreon is five dollars a month. I think that's pretty standard <laughs> amongst podcasts. Okay. And, but then if you want like bonus even beyond the bonus. If you want access you, to my feminist rants. If you want oh so- boy. <laughs> so boxing with okay. Sarah. I'm going to leave that in, but okay, let's leave that for the moment. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that for a higher level of the Patreon. I'm trying to think of an alliterative little name for yours. Mine would be Soapboxing with Sarah. You can be... Soapboxing with Sarah. Yeah. and l- you, There's not any good L words. There's a million good L words. It would be very ironic given the topic you just cited, if it was lip-sticking with Leah. Okay. Oh, nope. <laughs> Get out. Just trying to play the irony of it. I, anyway. I, no, okay, very good. <laughs> Leah just gave me the stare of death, so I'm going to move on from there. I don't have a good word that starts with L for you. I'm going to work on that. Good. It's coming. Anyway, it's gonna come uh, okay, so we have some data to dive into. Okay, so some updates. Since last time we talked on the podcast, and last time I talked to you all and everything, I've decided, I, I went back, and I, I, listen, the last, we recorded, what, nine days ago. Yes. I have done so many different number things with our data and so many different thoughts and I've talked to different people and had discussions and I want to say on the podcast cuz this was re- I was reminded of this this morning and I want to thank a dear friend of mine for a very quick somewhat quick uh, direct message conversation this morning. Um and and I just want to give him a shout out Josh Glasner who's a who's a PhD student at NYU he's finishing up his PhD right now actually doing some awesome work uh doing digitizing um well he's actually first he's actually taking recordings of contemporary singing on those old Edison wax cylinders and then oh. he's going to digitize them reverse engineer he's them all that kinds guy. of stuff yeah, he's 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 heavily involved in that. He That's actually really was cool. at the Edison National Lib- Archive Library Park. I forget what it's called, but he was actually doing some data collection yesterday, and we were chatting this morning. And then I was talking about him anyway. So I just want to thank him. But he reminded me this morning that this is my first foray 
into this research line. Not only is this y'all's first foray into this line of research, this is also my first, you know, oh. foray. And 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 I say that to say, anytime you do something like this, there will always be hiccups along the way. Every time you do something like this, you'll learn something you want to change for the next time and whatever. And I think one of the things that I definitely want to change for the next time I do an aerodynamic thing is I want to make sure I allot time in the data collection for them to do three full practice tokens because mm, I actually think I want to use these tokens. And I want to use all their tokens. And here's why. I think the best practice, as, as Josh was suggesting to me this morning, is to actually take all three numbers and average them. Hey, which is which is something perfect. Sarah was suggesting me? earlier yes. uh, about a week a week ago, okay. and um, but I, I do want to go back through this data and look for outliers that don't sort of fall within the norm of the subject. I think that makes sense. And throw out the outliers and average the rest. So what you have in front of you right now actually includes the outliers. So it may be like so if there are two scores that are somewhat close. If we eliminate the outlier, they might flip-flop a little bit. Uh, for example, I'm looking at, like, in the vocalization day, uh, let me see what their airflow is. Would you even say, like, literally the first one, maybe? Well, but not for all of them. Like, for subject one and subject two... That's what I mean, literally subject one. Subject one's numbers are very consistent. And so there's the perfect rationale as to the inclusion of of the first token you know the the those numbers are very consistent for the most for pretty much all week um and and so you know even subject two's numbers are very consistent for the majority of the week um subject threes are 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 are, are very consistent for most of the week there might be an outlier here or there um subject fours very consistent for most of the week, at least in terms of airflow. I'm looking at airflow so right now. If you do take out the the outliers, mm -hmm. would you still in an article like present that data? Like, would you say like, here's the average with the outlier, here's the average without the outlier, or would you not? We would indicate which 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 ones we took one out of. And so you yeah you would just you would only present. This is the average, but we excluded right. enough. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, that and, makes sense. And, and, and what I need to do it very quickly again, and I still have a ton of number crunching now. Now that I've we've made the decision to go to averages, which I totally think is wise. I think there's great wisdom in that, and 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 good evidence in the literature for that. I think that I I need a sheet that looks exactly like this of subglottal pressure. And I need a sheet like this that looks of this looks exactly like this of sound pressure level. We don't. Do we have that? Dad? Mm -hmm. We do. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's all in that. It's all in that. I just need to make so it. I just need to, to reorganize it. it. Oh, okay. It's all there. It's all yeah. in that first spreadsheet. Everything oh, okay. is in that first spreadsheet. Amazing. Everything's already in that first spreadsheet. But here's here's a couple of 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 things for for those of you listening along not looking at their third tokens anymore, actually looking at all of their tokens 
if we're talking about airflow, and this is what bothered me about the third token and why I wanted more of a greater picture, because airflow bothered me on that third token. I didn't like it, but when I include it in the whole of sense. everything, it makes much more sense. The day that we had the people vocalize... From their pre-airflow to their post-airflow, seven subjects, both looking at a mean average and a median score, had demonstrated increased airflow after vocalizing. This makes perfectly logical sense to me. Unlike the thing before, which didn't make any sense to me, this readout makes perfect sense to me. It, it, as a voice teacher, it makes sense to me. As a scientist, it, I'm not a scientist. As a scientist, it makes sense to me. It just makes sense. Yeah. It's about what I would expect, and so I feel much more comfortable. And given that the median and the mean both reflect the same number here, I'm happy. Uh, if we're looking at the laryngeal manipulation day, slightly less. So six of our 11 subjects had increased airflow in the mean and the median, both. Okay, that's still a good number. Okay, and very relative, very relative. Six out of 11, seven out of 11. We're yeah. one subject away, okay? And it literally could have been, I mean, I don't know who it was who, R but it could have been someone who was sick or... Cause uh, I, think, I feel like we had several subjects that were ill when they came. I don't remember who's who, but like it could have been that. I'm just going very quickly to see who flip-flopped. Um, so back with the outliers. Yes. Do you have to, because I'm trying real hard to remember like my high school statistics class. Do you have to come up with kind of like a standard deviation yes. type thing? Gross. I hated standard deviation. <laughs> I, hate, I hated statistics, but I also had a horrendous statistics teacher. He would just show us videos. And videos. Okay. What? So oh, the difference, were, the difference bad. was that subject ten flip flopped. Fascinating. Subject ten increased airflow after vocalizing and decreased airflow after manipulating. They were the, they were the outlier. Fascinating. They're the. They were the one that changed the, the number of subjects. Um. On the day that we had them sit here, now this is very interesting to me. Yeah. On the day we had them sit here, seven of 11 subjects also increased their mean airflow, but not their median. If we actually just look at their median scores, only three of them did. And that's partially why yep. when we were looking at the other the, the numbers the other way, our numbers were getting really skewed. Is that why you're wanting to like do you f the whole outlier thing if you throw out some that are outliers? We're going to find out. I will be very interested to see that. I'm glad that we get to podcast again on Friday. We're going to find yeah because I'll be Cuz you'll by have then. to know by then. <laughs> Surprise. It punched me in the face. Um <laughs> the here's what's still and this is why I need to look at subglottal pressure because I think that's going to reveal a bunch of stuff by itself. The day we had them do laryngeal manipulation and vocalize, we only had five subjects increase their mean airflow. Mm. So that's not an incredible amount of decrease. I mean, one of the interesting things is that 
about the same number of people either increased or decreased their mean airflow after and before the task. Yeah. I mean, we're in the five, six range of 11 subjects with two of the categories. We're in the seven range of 11 subjects. We're not that dramatically different any day. So what does that say to us? It says that further investigation is necessary. Amazing. That's what it says. Wow. And to be honest, that should always be what we want our finding to be. Because if we actually think we discovered something... We probably did something wrong or we're biased. <laughs> and that means we really have to redo it again to disprove ourselves. Well, then I am glad we are so good at this. Basically. <laughs> so basically... I'm glad our findings are so inconclusive. <laughs> Yeah, but they, that's not bad. I know. Job. I'm just kidding. Well, and it's not like they're, co- they're... Here's the thing. We would think that increased airflow is good, right? You would. Yes. And we would think that we would see that after vocalizing. Yes. But yeah. we also saw that after they rubbed their neck. Okay. How is that worse than laryngeal manipulation? I just couldn't say it. I just couldn't make the words come out. We we, we saw a somewhat equivalent increase. Mm. What's still weird to me is that we're seeing lower numbers of airflow when they did both tasks. That's weird, yeah. Now, here's why I want to look at it with sound pressure level. Because you could almost say, like, I mean, if it were just every single day... They just always, there was a trend of just always increasing on the post from the pre. Like, you could almost just be like, well, that means nothing. Maybe it just means that by the second time they sang, it was they just- were more awake. Like, I mean, you know, it was 10 minutes later. They were, uh, whatever. Like Silence shouldn't have made them more, more awake. Or- well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like but I wake still, up. You get what I'm saying. Sometimes you I just do. need to be left alone. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> In um, fact, but you can't even say that. So right. It's weird. So I will be very interested over this next day. This next day. <laughs> <laughs> the next 24 hours are going to be fascinating. The next 48 hours are going to be very little sleep for yours truly. Same. Um, and uh, paper. Um, they both have papers due this week. Two. To On show oh, week. Oh, wait. No, no. I take Very it back. mean. We have a paper due, and then we get to compose. Yeah. We have a composition due. 60 seconds of music. It's, it's going to be really slow. Oh, it's going to be a ballad. Well, you could write a worship song in 30 seconds. It just goes six, five, four. Well, so the issue is it has to include um, some ideas, some concepts from the common practice period and... Some new stuff, and something if we don't new. do, and if we don't do both, so get just points taken copy off. something Stravinsky did. I think um, okay. mine is gonna <laughs> have tonal <laughs> sounds. Paraphrase just, some Stravinsky. Mine's just gonna be some chords. Mine's in gonna different orders. Um, like just it. include me screaming sometimes. Wait, please do that. For, <laughs> like a performance piece, like performance art. <laughs> have you all seen the video crying in the background the, the old internet video viral video <laughs> of the woman eating students. the spicy chili pepper no. no someone has now put that to a very interesting chord progression it is totally worth watching because she keeps eating the pepper she thought it was a sweet pepper and then it turns uh-uh. out to be a chili and she's like Wah! 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 
it's That's very so dumb. it's very <laughs> wonderful it's well it's it's a nice little study break um okay like so then that. looking at at uh airway resistance yeah the day they vocalized we had seven subjects decrease their mean airway resistance Woo-hoo. the day they manipulated we had seven subjects decrease their airway resistance Shocking. So again, that's reflective of the airflow data as well. Yeah. And that partially means that what was responsible for the airway resistance reduction was the increase in airflow. Makes sense. For all but one subject. Um, We had five decrease airway resistance after vocalizing which is less than we had increased airflow, which actually meant some people increased their subglottal pressure. Which is why it'll be interesting to get The day all of those. silence, perhaps not as efficient. Do you, In other do you words, need maybe help like, doing this? That, yeah, I could use some. <laughs> I can show you at when we're done here. Okay. Um, okay. Because the more numbers that get calculated today, the... The, the, the more numbers the more there are. The <laughs> sooner I can write. The sooner I can write, the better. Um, yeah, what, when does this have to be turned in on the 31st? Like, is it a like a seven in the morning turn in or a like midnight turn in? Because there's a difference. I just think it has to be in on the 31st. Wow, that's nice. That's good. I'm going to make sure it's in before the end of the business day, East Coast time. Mm. But the important thing is you could turn it in at 11 that night. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But you could. We're having a meeting at like 1130 in the morning that day. And so I'm going to make sure that even if I have to cancel lessons, that that it's going to be turned in by four o'clock. All right. By four o'clock central time, it's going to be submitted. And then you can move on with your life. Think how wonderful. Yeah. And then I'm going to work on something else. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. The good, the good news is because we're submitting to Voice Foundation, we actually have until the conference to submit the article. Oh, that's lovely. So, so you've that's got like that's like six months, seven months away. And you know, you said you need a week where there's just nothing happening. Thanksgiving is around the corner. I know that's exactly what you wanted to do. That's five days of a lot of things happening. <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> not <laughs> what I'm gonna write. My my guess is the the heavy writing and editorialing editor edit, editing editing editing. Wow, is, is edit, that word that edit, got edit, away editing. from you. It did. It it it, it, it it's a Monday. It um, is a Monday. That will be what we call uh, referred to as spring break. Okay. Yeah. I can I can edit. That's my job. It, it is in fact your job. <laughs> I'm good at rewording, but that's Um <laughs> so just with this resistance data, um the day that they sang and manipulated not in that order, we had six subjects decrease their airway resistance. So very close to the number to seven. Very close to the seven who uh, who did that with air with um, just the day of laryngeal manipulation and the day of vocalizing. I would also be I don't know if this is relevant or like a thing, but I would also be since a lot of our numbers on these are so like it's like six, seven, eight, whatever. I'd be interested to see how many of that is the same. Yeah, are the same people, people? You know, like did some things work better for some people? Is that a, is is that that a relevant thing? We yeah. can certainly look at it. Like completely no, opposite we people. Can, we can certainly look at it. If, if memory 
serves offhand, it's not all the same people. Interesting. Oh my goodness, are we gonna have cute little like graphs so, and so stuff that in our could, paper? That could mean that no, graphs aren't cute. That that would indicate perhaps a very incredibly expensive way and time consuming way of finding out a student's better or your own better practice strategies yeah. well <laughs> w- what warm up morning warm-up strategy a future little point of research could be just to ask them at the end what day did you feel best on yeah yeah sure the next time we can certainly take some and if it data. lines up i mean you know if you feel like the thing that helped you the most was massaging your neck then do that. And Josie has gotten me the Cape V data. As she said to her, as she said to me on the phone the other night, none of these voices are really dis- there's one subject who we may throw out their data still, but but other than that, there's no disordered voices. And so it's hard to differentiate. And, and so she said, large and in part, we're talking about healthy voices, which we knew from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We were trying to use healthy voices in the first place. And so, you know, she's like I don't know how conclusive any of our Cape, yeah. Cape V results are because they were all healthy to start with. Yeah. But that's not bad, I guess. I mean, yay, healthy people. Right. Yeah, I mean, for a music department. That's yeah, I mean, we would hope that most yeah. of their voices would be healthy. Yeah. Right, in, in fact. So, I mean, I, I'm, I do have those numbers and I do have them organized. Um, I... I just don't know how conclusive they really are going to be at helping us make any statements. And this is sort of the beauty of, of, of us podcasting about this is, you know, you could be out there being like, oh, well, ha, ha, these guys don't know what they're doing. Well, nobody You're does right. in the process. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, the process of doing this is learning things as you go. It's not, ha, ha, I'm right. Well, and are we even really trying to say that laryngeal manipulation is better than vocalization, or Ooh. just that it is a valid tool Option. that it is as good? Well, it, I, you know, I, I don't know about as good or not, but it seems like it could be something to consider that certainly needs more investigation. Mm-hmm. That seems to be giving us as much efficiency as vocalization. I mean, just like you wouldn't use the same vocal exercises for every student you yeah. wouldn't right. use right. manipulation for every student but you might use it for some correct and so th- the thing that i really want to look at though that still is sort of concerning me and this is we need to go here next is this idea that for some reason we saw such increased subglottal pressure and such increased sound pressure level the day they did both as compared to the other days Interesting. And I'm not sure why that is in my mind yet, but I need to actually more completely look at those numbers. I wonder if it's, I mean, I almost, you know, neither of us were ever there on a Thursday. I wasn't. I have no idea. And like, they come in knowing we made sure to tell them like, this is the busiest day. You have to be on time. Like. Uh, could it just be and psychological? Like in. they know they're really busy today. Like, and if you felt a little stressed going back and forth, like, could it just be a mood thing? Like, was the mood in the room more tense? Are Leah and I just relaxing Fascinating. people? Fascinating. I mean, so you're suggesting that I created higher <laughs> levels of subglottic yes, pressure? Yes, I am. I am suggesting. That I think you. <laughs> see there, there, I, uh, higher levels you of subglottic pressure. You made everyone tense and skewed you the data. Yep. <laughs> 
That's I funny. skewed the data. So where do we stand on cute little graphs? <laughs> I want to make a little oh, graph. Oh, gee whiz. We'll with have dots some, with different colors. I'm sure we will have think some visualizations of the data. I already have one in my mind. I'm, I'm sure we'll precious. somehow maybe either charts or we'll have something. It's gonna be real cute. Don't worry. We we will have okay. All right. We, I'm yes. so excited. Now. Sarah just wants like arts and crafts time. I don't. She I'm not good at arts and crafts. I'm just really excited because in my head I'm like, wow, this would be the perfect graph, and I can't remember the names of the different graphs, but it would have like each subject has a different column, but then there's dots, and you make the dots different colors based on like which day it was yeah like so that you can colors. well so that no there's only four colors oh okay and that way you can see like on this day their airway resistance was you know here the the mean will say mm -hmm. and then on this day it's here and this day it's here yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yay me and mm -hmm. you can draw little lines yeah i don't know which one that's called but that one <laughs> And and we can work on that toward the article in the coming months. <laughs> like that doesn't have to be ready for Wednesday. That's no. the great news about that. The great <laughs> news about that is that that doesn't have to be ready. I to can go sit and pick colors for months <laughs> on Wednesday. Well, there's Can't also it's also all black and white. Oh no! In the journal, so <laughs> different shades of gray. Got it. <laughs> shades of gray. Shades of research. Different gray. shapes. Perfect. Okay. Different yes, shapes. shapes. <laughs> plot plot graphs are very popular. Yes, that is what I was talking about. Mm. Plot, plot graphs, graphs. not mm. line graphs, bar graphs. All graphs. All graphs. They're all great. Okay, very good. Uh, so what, did, what, did what did we think of? What did we think about last night's Doctor Who? Honestly, episode? it was my favorite. Breakfast so far. time. Oh gosh, Leah's eating this, her breakfast. This was my favorite episode out of the three. We we've just seen so far. came off watching Arachnids in the UK last night. Yeah. We it, never re did we talk about Rosa last week? Yeah, we talked about it being the most important. Didn't okay, we? great. Okay, did, or did we? Was that just between us? Was that just you and I that I talked have no, about that? I'm sure we talked about. Surely we talked about it. No, because I've listened to the podcast a couple of times. I don't think we ever got to it. We recorded it before we watched Rosa. This is such a confusing time. You're right. We did. It's like we're in our own little TARDIS again. Help! I'm confused. Well, Rosa, uh, Rosa was amazing, and I do think it was like. As you've said, I guess this was just a conversation we had. Yeah, One was. of the most important episodes of Doctor Who potentially ever. What's Leah having for breakfast? Just a little granola it's bar. It's good. So oh. I usually eat. It's not good. <laughs> What'd you have for well, breakfast? Yogurt. Have... Oh, I'm not done. Sorry. <clears throat> Mine's easy. I'm always what ready. What is it? Well, there's these Kashi bars that I usually eat. Yeah. They're the chocolate chip chia, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You've told but us about these before. <coughs> when I was at Kroger last night, they only had one box. Oh. And so I thought, I'll try this chocolate and peanut butter chewy granola bar. Sounds amazing. It does. It does sound amazing. Sounds like but I'm, yummy. I'm unimpressed. Oh, very oh. good. Okay, so back to, back to Dr. So Who. Rosa. Super amazing, super important. I mean, that episode won me over for several companions. Like, yeah, Graham. I had already kind of liked Graham, but that really just, yeah. cool, Graham, like standing on the bus just, because I get it, wanting to be like, no, there, I can't be a part of this. But then the doctor, I mean, how hard is that to be like, no, we have to be the people that cause Rosa this. Parks to have to sit down. You mean stand up? To stay seated. Stay seated. Yeah. It depends on how you're coming at it. Like, like, ah, uh, you have to stand, but then she doesn't. Right, or, right. Oh, you have to sit. Okay. But 
Yes, that was an amazing episode. I, I, my statement to you was that I think that that in that episode, Doctor Who went from being this quirky sci-fi show about this weird alien who travels around through time and space to being important. Yes, that was a very just. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like there, that really wasn't necessarily a. Yes, it was sci-fi, but here's the question: It was more than that. That episode was good though because it was a historical and it was a drama. Yeah, which is almost, I say kind of a classic Doctor Who feel because classic Doctor Who did deal so much with like actual history, like factual history. And there's definitely a push we're seeing this season into old school, classic era Doctor Who. Yes, like from the way she dresses to sort of her, her, I don't know, interaction with human culture. Yes, I her feel mannerisms. Like, it almost feel feels like kind of Tom Bakery kind see, of. See, and I feel like, and maybe this is maybe David Tennant modeled himself after that. I, when I was watching last night, all of a sudden I was like, oh, Peter Davison. A, kind a of. lot of her mannerisms, like the way she speaks, her mouth movements are very David Tennant. Have you noticed that, like the way she like does her mouth, like she lifts her upper lip and shows her teeth? It's a very David Tennant facial expression. The way she's like, oh. That's very David Tennant. Like, I, I follow you. I follow it you. It hit me that like several mannerisms she does are very much like him. It's not, not so much David Tennant, Time Lord Triumphant, kind of David Tennant during Martha. I have something to say. Oh. Um, Sonic has 50 cent corn dogs on Wednesday, so we should go. I'm so excited. Yay. Very good. <laughs> That's the day moment. our voice foundation abstract is due. That's the day you're making us sing in studio class. Yeah, did even you, though it's did you realize that? Listen, I you're mean. I <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are we allowed to use language in studio class? Like, if I sing a song that it's written in the song, and it just—I mean, if it's one word—I mean, we can talk about that later. I mean, that would depend on the context, I think. Summer in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Basically, <laughs> basically, Leo's like, hey, Sarah, we sing on studio class this week. And I was like, oh, great. I've rehearsed one song with um, Tyler, so I guess that's what I'm going to do. Very good. Uh, no, I, I last night's episode, here's here's a concern that I'm seeing a lot on, on, the, social, on the social medias. Okay. Have not been on the social medias since last um, night because I, I'm seeing a fan concern that that they feel like there's a potential that Chibnall might get preachy. I, I and Rosa about that. did not. But every episode but has our, had some but sort every of other push. episode has had some sort I mean, of. Come on, last night we essentially like. We had a megalomaniac. It, yeah, are we allowed the, to like say like who that character was obviously supposed to be? No, but but it, uh, uh, we can just use the word megalomaniac. Megalomaniac. I mean, who was running for president? Yeah, I told Leah about. Like, I we um, went back home and I was like, Leah, you would have really enjoyed. And <laughs> and then there were spiders that I assumed going into the episode were going to be his fault. And I mean, they, they were. They were, but, but they weren't. It wasn't like he, he specifically made them or was trying to. It was to. like stupid in the it end. Was, well, I mean, let's. Okay, right. Yeah. Anyway, so Regardless, but but I, also the sort of the, the the message of the of the of the green movement and and oh. and I liked the feel though. Like the spiders were creepy, and there was that intense yeah, it build. Yeah, have some nice creepiness. I think to that's it, what yeah. I liked about it is that the whole time I was trying to figure out like 
what was going to happen, what was going on. I think that's what I liked about it is that some of the past episodes, I haven't been sitting there like, okay, why is this happening? How is this happening? What's going to happen? Because I could guess it pretty easily. But this one, I was like, what's going on? Why Why is this happening? Is it the spiders? Are the spiders evil? Are the spiders confused? Like, I don't know. I had a lot. Of, I, I really enjoyed it. Do you know what has been? I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Um, Rosa moved me very much. Yes. Um, I, I think I ways. liked the second episode a bit better. Um, oh gosh, so far back. Um, uh, where they're on the other planet and the race and the thing with the two people and oh, the, the, killer, know, honestly, the killer, the killer, the killer pieces of cloth. I honestly forgot about that one. That one, I don't know why I didn't like that as much. Well, I love... See, I guess my thing is... So here's not a criticism. It's just an observation. We've spent a lot of time up to this point in this season, four episodes in now, on the companions, on the friends. Yes. We have not really had a doctor-centric episode yet. I agree. And like... So I'm interested to see if we get one. Yeah. Oh, and you know, you were right about, you know, the grandmother and kind of having her. She did come, come back. back. Like, yeah, Grace came back last night. Is that going to be kind of a constant thing where Graham I, I, is I think at least her? this season, I think it's going to be. Which a, I get. Yeah. Well, I still he's, love Graham. Got a soft spot was for nice Graham. seeing him process and seeing Tosin Cole's character start to yes. process. and. And just getting a little bit more of Yaz, I thought was good. I actually love the friends. I think they're great. I think they're good yeah. characters. I think I might be nicely. Yaz, at least like in my family. I was yeah, like, oh, maybe. I get it, Yaz. I get it. But I'm interested to see when we get a Doctor episode yes, with her. We really flesh out who the Doctor is. Because it's almost like the, I feel like the only even sort of moment of the whole season where we've sort of really had a doctor moment was not the confrontation with Tim Shaw. No. And not even the business of the incredible acting job that Jody did when she was sitting on the bus. I mean, yeah. that was... Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Whoa! Amazing. The only doctor-ish real moment I actually thought was actually in that second episode where the killer cloths looked at her and said something about the child lost in time. Yeah. And I'm like, when are we going like, to... I need it, more. Yeah, there was there was something there that I feel like is coming back. Well, and they're very much playing up this idea, which they kind of did with 12, which was kind of a mistake, of like, she doesn't fully know who she is yet. And I'm like, you're on episode four. The doctor needs to start figuring out who she is. Yeah... Yes, although as we know, I mean, as with twelve and 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 even with ten, a little, yeah, he's like I could be. Although by the time they're on New Earth in that second episode, he already kind of knows he's ten. That's what I'm saying. I'm um, like, I'll give you like two episodes to kind of be like, I'm still figuring yeah, out. Yeah, it who does I sort am. of feel like we're playing that Capaldi gag again. It's like I don't know who I and am, and I didn't I don't know who love I am. it the first time. Yeah, I, I can see that criticism for sure. I, I. I I I I I'm 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 tracking with you with that. Okay. I feel like you know what a, a moment I keep waiting for. There are one, two, three, four people on that TARDIS, right. unless I'm forgetting someone. Um, 
where's the moment of like you remember when it's a it's a David Tennant episode where like everybody's back, Rose, Mickey, Martha, and he's like, oh, it's supposed to be flown by yeah, it's Journey's like, End six people. Yeah, I can't remember titles of episodes. Where was that? Like you got four people, you can almost fly the TARDIS properly. I'm waiting for that. I feel like that needs to happen. I hope she just gets more rather cre- than cream them custards. all pulling the lever. I get it. It's yeah, a team t- moment. I don't, team TARDIS was that a was bit a little cheeky cheesy. To me. I'll yeah. need to see I, you all pulling the lever. I could have dealt uh, without that. To be I honest, I could have like handled all her being like, you know, this is supposed to be flown by multiple people. That ah. that I would have been with. I tell you, one of, one of the moments I did like was the mm-hmm. was the visual of the time vortex. Oh yeah, of the TARDIS that flying through cool. the time vortex. That was where the great. way it's like all these different paths yes. you can take. I was like, what? <coughs> Oh gosh, we've 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 lost Sarah. Sarah has uh, we've lost Sarah. Everyone. It's okay. I'm back. Unlike the really episode cool. titled "Sarah Loses It," that was a different episode. That was a different lose. That was such a funny episode. <gasps> Leah, you okay? Leah hasn't listened to it. You go back but to Sarah one. Sarah one season story. one. There's it, an episode called "Sarah Loses It," but there's a lot of stories all about these poop. poop stories. So if you don't like kids poop stories, don't go f- listen they to that were, episode. It was I'm gonna recommend it was against it. So funny! I'm gonna have to go listen to that. I forgot. Oh, I oh had a decent boy. poop story, but Michael's. Yeah, we're just gonna. I lost it. We're gonna leave that one go. Anyway, any takeaways from today's episode? Oh, oh it's definitely production week. It's production week. I just have to survive. If you're in Clinton, Mississippi this weekend when this episode drops. Come see Goose Girl. Come see the Goose Possetieres, the Goose Girl, and Acts 2 and 3 of Hansel und Gretel. And I don't even have to be like, come to this night. Come to every night. We're in it every night. Every night, Yeah, it's all single cast. Um, The the excerpts from Hansel and Gretel come out to about 45 minutes. Goose Girl's only about 35 minutes. Yeah, it was shorter. So it's it's a nice short night. Um, Sort of plays as two one-acts Hansel and Gretel is amazing. I I love my wife's concept, actually, of what she did with the movie, the black and white movie, to to introduce most of the first half of the Hansel and Gretel story. We're submitting that to Sundance, right? No. It's some quality (laughs) film work. Um. So th- that was all her idea, her genesis. Well, and the I music mean, really brilliant. adds to it. Like it's it's great. Like how well it meshes. Yeah, she, with they the sort music. of created their own overture. I mean, love to and the video, and then they, they come in from the back as if they're they've it's been cute. in the woods and yeah, it's like a continuation of the video. Give it's a shout well out to uh, our friends uh, Vicky and Jamie Reeves for letting us use their dunny as the filming we site. We were literally sitting there like, where where the heck did they go to film this? And she's like, it's just their backyard. And I'm like, whose backyard? Is, is um, this? So they let us use the dunny Amazing. to film and and uh, so give them a shout out. Amazing. Anyway, uh, so that's it for today, folks. You have a takeaway? Nah. Great. Come see the show. Um, that's it. It is a very busy week for Vocal Fry this week. We promise that next week when we record Friday, it's Friday, that we <laughs> will be in a better mood. We will I not. not promise that. <laughs> um, we'll be the middle of the show. Oh, y'all will get to talk to us like after our opening night. That'll we'll be nice. We'll have done opening night. You'll have a show that night. Can't promise I'm going to be in a great place, but I'll be We're here. We're going to be in a great place. I'm going to be at a place. <laughs> it, it, it'll be Avon 209. Exactly. Exactly. That's All where right. we are. Peace out, everybody. Have Bye. a good week. Bye.